This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I share your excitement. It's not easy to come by 20 years. But with God, all things have been possible. So I come to rejoice with you. Celebrate the grace here. Celebrate the calling. Celebrate the man and the woman of God. God have used all these years. They have been there. Join me celebrate your pastor, Reverend Jonathan Imogu and the wife. Do it better than that. Do it better than that. Sure. Add some excitement in it. Praise God. I, when he invited me to come, there was a little doubt whether I would be here or not. Because I was supposed to be in the U.S. just for a week. It happens to be one of these weeks but the same grace helped us to navigate that today I'm here amen praise God so I know that there is something in your spirit that you may have also desired for these 20 years that has not come to pass Today is that day. God will give somebody this 20 years anniversary gift. Now let me also tell you something about preaching. It's not what I preach. What you don't believe shall not be established. If you believe it, there shall be a performance. So do you believe what I've just said? Amen. Be seated. We are talking about amazing grace. Amazingly, everything about grace is amazing. Grace is the gospel. And the word gospel simply means gospel. Just like if I cast a spell on you. Gospel. Gospel. Is a spell you can't explain. It's a wonder. That's why each time you hear the gospel, you rejoice. You are happy. You are excited. Anytime somebody preaches and people are frowning, people are angry, it's not the gospel. It's God's spell. It's such a spell, too beautiful to be true. Too beautiful to believe. But in all analysis, it is factual. It is truthful. It's the best. Say amen like thunder. So approaching this topic of amazing grace, it would have been preached from every angle, so many angles. It's inexhaustible, inestimable, innumerable. But 
I will also approach it from very few angles today. And I'm sure you'll be blessed. Now, the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse what? 10. I want you to read with me. He say, but the God, come on now. But what? The God of all grace. Who had called us unto his eternal glory by who? Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus. He called us unto eternal glory. That is not temporary. It's something he has made up his mind to do from now till the end. Amen. Amen. After that you have suffered what? A while. A while. Make you perfect. Establish. Strengthen you. And settle you. Now, I don't know if we have other translations that can give us more meat to this. What does Message Bible say? If you have. If you don't have, it's okay. What does uh, Amplified say? If you have. Okay. I'm not sure that those translations are there. Now, can I hear you say, but the God of all grace. The God of all grace. Lift your hands and say, all grace are mine. Who hath called you? Amen. I didn't call myself. God called me. Every challenge you will meet in this walk, refer back to this scripture. The God of what? All grace. Here today is a combination of multiple grace. I came with mine. You came with yours. And so many people are here. God brought us together to bring the grace in us. Amen. Now, part of the amazing grace, first of all, is the grace to be in Christ Jesus. The grace to be where? In Christ, in Christ Jesus. I will start from that. Then I'll get back to this scripture later. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. Says, Therefore, say therefore. therefore. Now the word therefore simply means based on what has been done. Now, so here, therefore stands for, based on the substitutive work of Christ. He took your place. Based on the finished work of the cross. If any man be where? In Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I want to share with you the first aspect of all grace being in Christ. And the knowledge of being in Christ is the most joyous aspect of Christian living. And the full comprehension of being in Christ will boost confidence in you, boost confidence in your Christian attitude, mannerism, and every other thing. And that's what the devil wants to pervert. The greatest perversion today 
is not to bring a child of God to the place that he is in Christ. Today we have gospel vandals everywhere. Merchants whose God is their belly. One thing they will never convince you is the fact that you are in Christ. Because they want you to revert back to them. They tell you until you take this water, drink this, until I lay my hand until this. All those thoughts and those merchandise disappears the day you realize you are in Christ. And that's why you say, if any man be in Christ, because you can be in church and you are not in Christ. Am I communicating? You can be in church, you are not in Christ. And one of the ways you be in Christ is to be taught. Amen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, that's what it is. Be in Christ. So how do you be in Christ? How do you get into Christ? Now, the name Jesus, he didn't say if any man be in Jesus. He said if any man be what? In Christ. In the Bible, from the beginning of the Gospels, you'll be reading about Jesus. Jesus is a common name in Israel. Even we have a footballer called Jesus. Are you aware? Mm-hmm. So it's a common name in Israel. But it's, it's, it's from the epistles you now begin to hear, hear Jesus Christ. And I want to let you know that when you say Jesus Christ, Christ is not the surname of Jesus. It's not a surname. Hello? In their time, it wasn't normal to have a surname. They didn't have surnames. Instead, surnames were given to you attached to either your father, your profession, your location, or what you do. Hello? So, if what you do is more prominent, it becomes your name. Jesus, the Joseph what? The carpenter. That's what he does. So if it's your location, then they give you Joseph of Aramantia. If it's your profession, Rehab what? The harlot. So if you are a crafish seller and they give you your surname, your first name, because that's what people can identify with you, say, Joseph the crafish seller. That's how surnames then were in existence. So they either use your, the, the prefix they use is either your father. Sometimes they use your father's name. Sometimes they use who give back to you. That's why you will hear things like, Bar Jesus, Bar Jesus, Bartimius, the son of Timius, Bar Jesus, the son of Jesus. Uh, or they use, today modern Israel use Ben, Ben Gurion. When you hear Ben, is the son of. In um, Arab countries, they use Bin, Bin Laden. Is somebody following me? Uh huh. Bin Laden and all that. Just like the um, people like Germans. Germans use Mac, McDonald, Mac Benson. That's, it has to do with the son of uh, uh, this person. In the days of Joseph, Joseph the carpenter, Rahab the harlot. Mary Magdalene, from the city of Magdalene. Judas Iscariot, there is a city called Iscariot. So Judas became what? Iscariot, or Ismango. 
Aha. Uh -huh. It was in the year 800 years, 800 years ago that the British came up with the concept of surnames. Prior to then, it wasn't there. What am I trying to say? Jesus Christ is not his surname. And that was why in Matthew chapter 18, Jesus one day called his disciples and said to them, Matthew chapter 16, if you read 16 to 17, Jesus called them and said to them, Who do men say what? I am. Simon Peter looked at him and suddenly said to him, You are the Christ. The Christ. The son of what? The living, the living God. As at that time, he has not become the Christ. That's why it startled him to see that. How did you get this from the realm of the spirit? How did you intercept this? Because Christ is my mosaic title of being the liberator and redeemer of the whole world. Christ, how did you get it? So he looked at him and said, flesh and blood has not Reveal this to, to you. Because Christ is the promise of my father to me. Christ is what my father promised me that confers lordship on me. In the book of Philippians 2, 9 to 10, the Bible says, Therefore God has highly what? exalted him and given him a name that is above every other name that at the mention of jesus name every knee should not must should bow in heaven and on earth and uh, yes that every tongue should confess that what jesus come on now christ is lord to the glory of the father say amen this is the promise the father gave him. If you go and do this, do this, I will give you a name that will confer lordship on you. That at that name, every knee should bow and every tongue confess, Jesus Christ, Lord. It's from this point that you now start using Jesus, what? Christ. And now for you to be in Christ, what it simply now means is, when you confess by being born again, by accepting him as your Lord and what? Personal Savior. You are not accepting him as Jesus. You are accepting him as Jesus what? Christ. Others have accepted him as Jesus and stopped there. But they cannot accept his Christhood because his Christhood is his Lordhood, Lordship. And his lordship, it's a willful submission that he is the owner and the finisher of your life. Say amen in the house. Amen. Muslims will not argue with you about Jesus. But do they accept him as the Lord? No. Other religions see him as Amok who accept Jesus as a master, one of the grand masters. But they don't accept his lordship, his Christhood. And uh, 
uh, Muslims will accept him as one of the prophets. They wouldn't accept him as Jesus Christ, which is the messiahship dimension. The devil knows him, even believes and tremble. But one thing the devil will never do, he will never confess Jesus as what? Christ. Because confessing him, that's why he didn't say every knee must bow. No. He said every should, should, not must. Because when you do, you have entered into Christ. Until you do, you are outside Christ. Then the day I got born again, as many that have been baptized into Christ has put on Christ. The benefit of being in Christ, child of God, is enormous. What it means is that it has substituted who I was before to who he is. Say amen in the house. Say amen in the house. That's what it is. The day you receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, I want you to understand that the name Jesus Christ is a person. Christ is a person. Christ is a place. Christ is a location. And Christ is an encasement. Before, I had a different encasement, Adamic encasement. Under the Adamic encasement, I was a sinner even without committing sin. Even those who have not sinned according to the similitude of Adam's transgression, they were guilty. Guilty. By my encasement, I had a nature that made me a bad person even without committing a crime. But today, that encasement has been changed. I am no more encased. This air condition you see here now, you don't know what is inside. You only see in the encasement. Before, my encasement was Adamic encasement. And under that Adamic encasement, condemnation followed me. Death reigned over me. Everything about my life was a negative no. But the day that my encasement was renewed, and now I have Christ's encasement, my story has changed. God does no more see me as an offender. Once God sees me, he sees me like Christ. Say amen. amen. I, I, I now, he, Christ now conferred his image upon me. So when God looks at me now, he doesn't see condemnation. He sees righteousness. Praise God. Amen. Now, before when I was not in Christ, I, I, had, I was in unrighteousness. Now that Christ has come into me, I am now in Christ. And Christ is my righteousness. So when God, the, now, the greatest thing you need in life is to have access to God. And once you don't have access to God, you are finished. Because God has what he wants to give you, but you need to come and have it. And the only thing that qualifies you to have it is Access and that access is righteousness. Every time you try to qualify, you missed one and you missed all. You were sent back to start afresh. 
you kept starting afresh and you would never ever made it because the law was not given for any man to keep the law was given that every man be found guilty so the more you try you get to that guilty point you are reversed and god is still waiting but being who he is at his level of justification he can't compromise so somebody else have to do something in between you and him. And that was when my encasement, Christ, came. And when Christ came, he now stepped into the courtroom where I was needed to be sentenced for everlasting damnation. I thought he came to plead my case like my lawyer. But when he stepped in, he asked me to step down. He stepped down. He took my place. And when he took my place, the judge said to him, do you know why you are standing here? Do you know the consequential effect of your taking his place? Because what is awaiting this man is death, for the wages of sin is death. He said, I know. Are you guilty or not guilty? Guilty as charged. Remove his name from the, the charge book and replace my name. Do you know by what you are doing right now? If I condemn you, you will be crucified on the cross. Because without the shedding of blood, there will be no remission for sin. He said, yes, I know. And right there, he had a mind that is something he was going to. And suddenly they took him to the cross, crucified him. He had in mind to pay the price of righteousness. The moment he died, he declared, it is finished. He rose from the dead and handed back to you and me the gift of righteousness. With the gift of righteousness, a new encasement came over you. And by that new encasement, child of God, the righteous shall be as bold as a lion. It is now based on that boldness that the Bible now says, Come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain help and mercy at the hour of need. It is now based on that he now tells you, no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. Any tongue that will rise up against you, you condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Their righteousness is not of them, but of me, says the Lord. And it is on that encasement that he looks at the economy of Nigeria and the troubling effects of all over the world that things are going haywire. He said like David, I was young. Now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging bread, irrespective of the turbulence of the dollar. Somebody shout amen like thunder. It is based on this new encasement, he now says to you that the righteous shall live inheritance for his children, children. It is based on this new encasement that he looks at you and said, I will contend with them that contend with you. And he now says, I have, shred, I, have, I, have I have tattooed you on my palm. That every morning I wake up, I see you. I see you. Because of the new encasement. Can I hear somebody say, I am in Christ? Tell somebody, I'm not in Nigeria. Tell somebody, I'm not even in Lekki. Tell him, I'm not in Lagos. I am in Christ. Christ is a name. Christ is a location. Christ is an encasement. Say amen. 
And because I am in this encasement, child of God, that's why, oh, is somebody following me? That's why in him I live, and in him I walk, and in him I have my being. What that simply means is that you may hate me, you may not like me, and you may want to eat me up. You may want to reach out and grab me. But when you stretch your hand to hit me, you will hit something. Because I'm in something. You will hit something. Because I am in something. Am I communicating? Like this, this, is, a, this is glass. Put a cockroach here. And put a cock there. The, this is plain glass. The cockroach will see the cock. And the cock will look at the cockroach. To the cock, he concludes that I have seen food. So what does the cock do? He stretches the beak to take the cock. And what will the beak hit? And then the cockroach will change the step. Telling the cock, <laughs> there is a barrier between me and you. For in him I live, in him I walk, in him I have my being. Before, when I was in Adamic casement, you can get me. You can do anything to me. But now, location have changed. Shout amen like thunder. Shout amen like thunder. This is the thing we must know, child of God. If you don't know this, you will just be moving about and they will tell you this will happen to you, this will happen. No, tell them I am in Christ. Say amen. amen. By my being in Christ, I have bypassed condemnation. Say amen in the house. Amen. I have received the abundance of grace to reign in this life through one man who? Jesus. Tell your brother you are the next to reign. Say it to him, you are the next to reign. Amen. I'm in a different encasement. Praise God. And what he's telling me is that this encasement is not refurbished. This encasement is a brand new. That's why if any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creature. Now, to refurbish is a combination of old parts and new parts. There is nothing of Adamic genealogy in me. Say amen in the house. It's not a combination. It's, it's not even a masterful combination. There is no combination. I am brand new. Say amen like thunder. That's to say, the devil cannot trust me with my past. There is nothing about an old part in me he's looking for. Everything he's looking for me now is original bearing the stamp of Christ. Shout Amen. That's what it is. Because Luke chapter 6 verse 45 says, A good man out of the good treasures of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. In my new encasement, I'm a good man. Before I was, I was, I was just a formation of his creature. But when we talk about new creation, it goes beyond who I was. 
but I am now the man who has he has created in Christ. Say amen in the house. In, in my new encasement, ladies and gentlemen, I, I manifest in fullness and in the abundance of grace. Say amen. amen. Say I'm in full. That's why giving is not a problem to me. Out of the fullness of abundance of his grace, I manifest. We have received grace for grace. Say grace for grace. He didn't say grace upon grace. Grace for what? That is, I have received grace to be gracious. gentle is not something but so you are so gentle you're so you're so calm you are so 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 nothing troubles you it's my nature it's natural amen because i have received grace for what grace i didn't receive grace to be a tamagant i didn't receive grace to be loquacious and pugnacious no you can't receive what i receive and not behave the way I behave. Am I communicating? You don't teach a lion to be a lion. It's his nature. Amen. Amen. In, in being in Christ, not everything follows me. Ancestral cause does not follow me. Am I communicating? Am I communicating? Now, can somebody, do you know when I received Christ, what that means is that I became of the offspring of God. Offspring of God means my originality changed. Say amen. amen. When the Bible says you are of the offspring of God, what it means is that your genealogy has changed. You know, I didn't ask you to stand up. <laughs> amen. Acts of Apostles chapter 17 verse 28. Acts of Apostles 17 what? 28. For in him we live and move and have our what? Being as certain also as your own poet have said. For we are what? I am the offspring of God. So you can't trust me to a Rumaka ancestral genealogy. This is my genealogy. <laughs> Am I communicating? And that's why goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my... Look at somebody say, I don't know what is following you. From your father's side? From your mother's side? From your uncle's side? But for me, goodness and mercy is following me all the days of my life because I'm of the offspring of God. That's why I come, that's my offspring. <laughs> Some people say, oh, trace your genealogy. It's in your father, it's in your mother. Trace every genealogy. You will end in Adam. That's the end of all genealogy. And that's why he came not as the second Adam. Because if you have second, you will have third. He came as the last Adam. And where, where did he go? He came and he, he, he looked at us and said, I've been slain 
from what? The foundations of the earth. That is before Adam I was. So, and there is no other foundation that shall be laid except that which is laid in Christ Jesus. That's where I am. Can I hear you say, I'm in Christ? If I take a complimentary card and put it in this Bible and put this Bible to a courier service to send to London, when this Bible arrives there, the card has arrived because the card is in Christ. Because I'm in him, that's why when he died, I died with him. <laughs> when he rose, I rose with him. Today, where is he? He is seated in heavenly places. Far above what? And where am I? Even in heaven, I'm, I'm not sitting beside him. Before him. Behind him. In him. That is to say, if you get to heaven, be careful how you look for me. Because you are not going to see another seat. All you do is look at Christ, look at the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, then come back to Christ. Look well in Him. That's what you will see. Am I communicating? That's where I am. So look well in Christ. And because I live in Him, I manifest Him. When we teach Him, is the revelation of Jesus. Do who I am. Now, can I be in him and uh, somebody will project a stroke to me? Can that be? I am in him. It's one when you talk about amazing grace. That's one of the amazing grace. I am in Christ. There are things people tell me, I say, forget this one, forget this one. Forget. They say, why should we forget this? I, I am in Christ. I'm not where I used to be. Praise God. Live here with that understanding. That you are not, a, you shouldn't be a victim to everything because you are Christ. That's my understanding. I am in Christ. And the good thing again I need you to know is that where I am is untouchable. It's only Job that caught a picture. Even in the Old Testament, he caught a picture of this. I want you to read it with me. In Job 28, 7 to 8, Job was describing where you and I are when we talk about being in Christ. Praise God. Job 28. Now, what does it say? Job, Job 28, not 20. Uh -huh. 28. Are we there now? Mm -hmm. Job 28, he said, There is a part which no fowl knoweth, 
I'm reading from verse 7. Mm. For there is a part which no fowl knoweth, and which no vultures I had seen. That's where I am. When you talk about foul spirits, where I am, they don't know it. Which no vultures I have what? Seen. The next verse. What does it say? The lion's whip have not threaded it. Nor the fierce lion passed by it. Am I communicating? He put it forth his hand upon the rock. He overturned the mountain by the roots. Where I am, I'm at the miracle realm. Where mountains are turned like roots. God puts his hand on the root of the mountain and turn it upside down. Because that's where you are. Every mountain that came in here with you, I turn it like root. That's why the Bible talks about overturning. He put forth his hands upon the rock. He overturned the mountains by the root. What does the next one say? He cut out river among the rock and his eyes seeth every precious thing. There is nothing precious for you which any man can hide. God will not see it. That's why even that which you have lost, God will recover it from where you lost it. So what this place is telling you is that you are at a place where miracles are usualty. Say amen like thunder. Amen. That's where he is. That's where you are. You are not just a cry. You see, I'm not even sitting, when, when Gabriel, because I'm in Christ, I'm sitting in him, I'm not at the right hand or left hand. Gabriel came from the right hand of God and see how Gabriel boasted. Gabriel came to Mary and said to Mary, you conceive and bear a son. And Mary said, how shall these things be? Do you know Gabriel got exasperated? Gabriel said to Mary, Mary, <laughs> Mary, I am Gabriel that came from the right hand of God. That was the end of discussion. No other explanation. In other words, Mary, do you know where I'm coming from? From the right hand of God from the right hand of the highest monarch of the universe where decisions are made and they are not turned i came from there and i tell you be pregnant you are asking me how shall it be come on mary do you know who you are talking to i am gabriel that came from the right hand of god see gabriel we come from right hand they boast how much more me that is in Christ? If Gabriel from the right hand of God will have that audacity and look at Mary and say, Mary, who are you talking to? I am Gabriel that came from where? The right hand of God. Ladies and gentlemen, when you read Ephesians chapter 2, you will hear about who you who he has quickened eh? why did God have to quicken me quicken me is promoting me he has quickened me to sit in heavenly places with Christ Jesus why did he need to quicken me he had to quicken me because 
before I was little lower than angel. But he quickened me to the rank of general among the divinity so that I can now judge angels. What he, that means is he has now quickened me higher than what? Angels. And if I'm quickened higher than angels, demons are lower than angels. So I can't be higher than angels and then demons will still have dominion over me. Somebody say amen in the house. Is somebody getting blessed today? Is somebody getting blessed today? Praise God. I dwell in heavenly places. That's what it means to be in Christ. I say things and they happen. I command situations and they obey me. Say amen in this house. And then again, I need to tell you, because I'm in Christ, <laughs> I don't know about you. This is one conviction I have. I wouldn't go to hell. Do you know why? I have been there before. And affliction shall not rise a second time. I've been there. I've been there. You know, <laughs> the day I got into Christ, I became in Christ. Like I told you, when you put a piece of paper here and you send it to London, because I'm in Christ, that's why when he died, I died. When he was buried, I was buried. Is it in your Bible? Then he descended into hell. Not only him go. Because I'm in him, I descended with him. When we set captives free, not two of us do am. Then he rose. I rose. He ascended. I as is now me write this Bible. Nobody saw the writer. He has ascended. We ascended with him. And then he seated in heaven. Nadia day. I'm already sitting there. Am I communicating? So for me, death is a transition to shade off the physical body. To continue where we are. And you, you're, not, you're not going to reverse me. From where I'm already. Bringing me back here. Affliction shall not rise. Second time. Shout amen in the house of God. This is the record. That you have eternal life. Not that you will. Not that you will. You already in him I live and walk. In him I have my being. Say amen in the house. Now how do you feel this morning? How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? You know why? You are hearing the gospel. Any other thing that is not the gospel will tell you what the devil is trying to do. It's not important. I'm telling you what Christ has done. That is the gospel. Shout amen in the house. Yeah. I've only established one aspect of grace. The God of all grace. Now what that means for somebody here is. You may be going through something right now. There is a particular grace available to handle it. That grace is not missing. 
that grace is there. Shout amen in the house. Lift your hands and say, the God of all grace. What I've explained to you is the grace of salvation, which you have the day you receive Christ. You are in him. You walk in him. Your identity changed. Your genealogy changed. Your approach changed. Everything about you. Your address changed. Your location changed. Where the devil used to see you before, he sees you there no more. He, he, he looks at you. He can't recognize you. Because you recognize a man because some of the things in him are still in him. Yes. If after not seeing a man for 20 years, you see him, you recognize him because he, either his head have not changed or nothing. But the devil can't recognize you again because everything in you is what? New. Shout amen in the house. So this is one of the things you wake up every morning. You're excited. You are happy that I am no more where I used to be. I am in Christ Jesus. Say amen. amen. And there is, because you are in Christ Jesus, the Bible says, all grace, because he has called you. A few days ago, I just saw that a lady jumped into the lagoon. The reason is that this lady has not come to a point that she knows that she has the God of all grace. You serve a God of all grace. You know that this thing, I wouldn't die because of it. The grace to make it happen will show up. All grace. All grace. The grace to be married is here. The grace to get a job. The grace to get a good wife. The grace to repair whatever. The grace to move to another level. For we serve the God of all grace. Say amen in the house. The God of all grace. You can't explain it. Few days ago, I have a friend. We have been praying. He has moved from one location to another. God of God. But he can't find a permanent place of worship. And he came to me. He said, let's pray. <laughs> he will rejoice with you. We are building. He said, he said, but how can it not happen? With all that multiple movement, no member anymore. But during the COVID, he began just an online thing. And sustained it now. The other day, he called me and said to me, a woman in the U.S. called him and said, each time I listen to you, in fact, he was doing it for a matter of formality because I started, I don't want to close down. He said, each time I listen to you, there is something in me that tells me I have something to do for you. And she said, said, how what would it be? He said, can I send money into your account to try whether it will go? He said, yes. The first money was $3,000. It went through. And after it went through, this woman said, the money I want to send to you will not be in this type of account. Is there not a better account? And then what surprised him was that the 
the either the FBI or the bank system they are called him to verify as they were calling him the Google was pointing where his house is and everything he they confirmed is real and not anything and this woman sent him fifty thousand dollars as I speak to you today he has bought a piece of land for the church after many years the God of all grace he didn't come with just the grace of salvation he said the grace that brought salvation down has appeared to all men that one is the grace that what brought salvation down but apart from the grace of that brought salvation down there is order grace he is the god of all grace that grace somebody will come in contact with it the god of all grace that can position people for that delayed contract to be signed the god of all grace that will go before you break in pieces the gates of brass cut asunder the bars of iron the god of all grace that will give you the hidden treasures even the ones you do not know the God of all grace that will give you every visa you need before you arrive. Am I communicating? Recently, I needed my daughter to go do internship in the U.S. And I was just thinking, how would it happen? God spoke to me in an aeroplane. And I said, how would it happen? And I called somebody. They said, oh, to get appointment is uh, almost three years ahead and they were telling me the amount to pay and even if i do it will not be sure banker but i called that young man he said to me wait a minute your daughter is schooling in ghana i said yes he said your daughter don't need to come to nigeria i'll tell you what to do fill this form fill this the fact she's a student she has residency there okay I bought some, you know, did some payment, filled the form, they rejected that. He said, okay, buy the one in Ghana. Ghana is more expensive, but I bought it. And then my daughter was scheduled for interview the next day. This was just a conversation I was having with the Holy Spirit in the aeroplane. Is it, is it? I said, go there. She said she went there within five minutes. They told her, pick your visa. End of discussion. The God of what? She's in Los Angeles right now doing her, her attention. The God of all grace. It will come by information. To come by knowledge. To come by running into somebody you've not seen for a long time. It will come by, now you be the person. It will come by, are you not the one I see on Facebook? It will come by, are you not the one? I, it will come by, it be like say I know you. The God of all grace. You know, the God of what? All grace. I was in South Africa at the airport. And I met this woman who ran to me. And said, I have not met you before. But I just read your book. 
I say, me? He said, yes. She called me by my name. She said, I just read your book. I said, how did you read my book? Do you have the book? He said, well, I left the book where I saw it. This woman is a cleaner. And as she was cleaning, there was a book of mine that somebody went to the toilet with and forgot it there. Why offering? <laughs> she said, as I was cleaning, I saw that book and I saw the picture behind and coming out here, I saw you. She was thinking either I was the one that forgot it there, not me. God, the word of the the, the God of all grace can arrange you to you to see whoever you need to see. Anywhere, anyhow. The God of what? He didn't just come to give you salvation. He came that all things might be yours. And everything is tied to one grace or the other. Somebody is looking for the grace you carry. I speak to you today that what you are looking for will start looking for you. Until both of you collide. Because the God of all grace is at work. Don't mind what you suffer now. That's why I say after you suffered what? Why? A while. Because even Jesus suffered to learn obedience. Your suffering is just to teach you the necessary lesson. And once those lessons are taught, this same God of all grace, who said to my friend, I will settle you. And today he has a land to build his church. That same grace is here. I just gone through your job there. It's a big one. I had one sometime that when we stand there, we were doing full service. One day rain beat us cat and dog. But I told the people, enjoy the rain because days are coming that <laughs> no rain will touch you when you are here. And I told them, look at the sky. They looked at the sky. There was no roof. I said, enjoy the sky now. Because very soon you'll be here. You wish to see the sky. It will no longer be there. And that's what it is today. And I stand here to tell you. The God of all grace. If grace gave you salvation. There is nothing grace cannot give you. If I spared not my only begotten son. But gave him for you. Why would I not? That's the point I now say, Kedizi, Ifa Nako, Ifa. What else can I know? What, what again are we talking about? That same God that gave you salvation. If a man can take his only son, slaughter him for you to live, now biscuit the man no go buy for you. Waiting the man no go give you. That's what it is. And then he confirmed to you that I have called you. You would have been risking it if you are not sure he called you. But he has called you. Don't wait to say, oh, he didn't call me. I know I know here uh, oh, trumpet. The fact that you gave your life to him. You gave your life to him. That's the calling. Say amen. You joined. You made him the Lord 
That's why if any man will believe in his heart, believing is not enough, and confess his lordship, that's it. And even when you are born again, you don't stop at believing. I can ask somebody now, do you believe you're a man? He said, I believe I'm a man. But it's not the same when I, somebody says, I know I'm a man. I believe I'm a man and I know I'm a man. That's why people who just believe, after 20 years, they go back to Omenala because they have not known. And that's why Paul didn't stop at believing. Say that I may know him. Hmm. And the power of what? His resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. And you will know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. No. Say no. When you come to the point of doing, that's why they say that which I have seen, touched and handled, we declare to you. We're not talking to you about what we don't know. I know. Somebody will ask me, how do you know that God can save? God is a deliverer. And one story will come to my heart. I have been robbed by armed robbers. And they shared my money in my presence. And I got to the bus stop. I didn't have money to even get out from there. And I just by faith entered the vehicle and they were collecting money and it was my turn to pay I lifted up my eyes and said God how can I be stranded I have never experienced stagnation in my life and I had a knock at the window of that same car and I turned it was one of the thieves that shared my money who came to ask me do you have transport to go back I said I don't have you all took my money he said I came to return my own so that you can go back would you tomorrow come to present other things to convince me that there is no God in heaven that hears the prayer of man. That which I have seen, touched, and handled, I declare to you. Stand on your feet. Woo! Can somebody say, I'm in Christ? Tell your brother, therefore, if you be in Christ, you are a new creature. All things are passed away. What used to harm you before will not harm you again. What troubled you in the past will not trouble you again because your encasement has changed. Lift up your voice and thank God. Thank God in this dimension. God bless you. Be it on record that today you got into Christ. That's what we're saying. You ask some people, are you born again? They say yes. How? 
they say I used to drink six bottles before but now I they drink only one I used to combine it with cigarette I no more smoke no that's not what it is are you in Christ is there any way they can come forward to be prayed for something happened now I know he He touched me, he touched me. Hallelujah. He touched me, he touched me. Oh, Rahashila Babasa. No, what joy in my soul. Something, 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 something. accepted that these ones are entering into Christ today. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Now being in Christ is like being married to Christ. The day you get married to a man, you own every victory he had the ones he will have. Correct. If your husband was a boxer and he defeated Sugar Ray and he had the wife of Muhammad Ali that defeated Sugar Ray 10 years ago and Sugar Ray is running his mouth, you stand there and say, look, stop talking. After all, we, 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 we defeated you 10 years ago. Were you there 10 years ago? But because you are putting on the man, his victory is your victory. That's why we look at the devil and we look at him and say, get out. We defeated you, me and Jesus. Say amen. You can't engage me in a fresh fight. We, because I'm putting him on. Say amen. Your brother's, uh, your, your wife's, your, your husband's brother has been living with him for five years, enjoying the television at the parlor. But you come in as the wife the next day and say, off my television. The young man looks at you and says, which time this one begin? <laughs> you are the wife. You're putting on the man. The TV has become. You say, ah, Namibi, the boy will labor to get this TV. It's inconsequential. Know who you are. Your story has changed. Say after me, Lord Jesus. Today, I put you on. I get into you. You and I have become one. I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Walk with me. I will be in you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray.
Father, do it unto them according to their confession. In Jesus' name we pray. Follow who? This way? All right. Clap for them as they go. Just be seated for a while. Can I hear you say, the God of all grace? Who believes my message this morning? You believe me? The God of all grace will make all things sufficient unto you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This morning, I want the God of all grace to make financial grace sufficient unto us. How many of you need that? Thing? You need finances. Amen. You need finances? Now put for me on the screen the account number of this church. I'm going to pray for you for the grace for finances. And I want to speak to you. I know over time, since the convention, some of you have made commitments. But beyond that, there are some level of financial grace you want beyond the hundreds. In fact, in Nigeria today, <laughs> running in millions cannot stand anybody out. Am I communicating? You want God to step your life up. Amen? Step up. And I want you to make commitments from the depth of your heart, especially to the new project. There are some of you, you need the grace to move from being a millionaire to being a billionaire. I release that grace upon you. So if you want that grace, do something in millions. You want to step up? Do something in hundreds. There are some of you that need to do a hundred thousand, two, three, four. And there are some of you that need to do a million naira. But I want you to know that the God of all grace is presently present to as many that are willing to obey him. Say amen in the house. Amen. There is nothing God cannot do. That delay can be removed right here now. Is there somebody who's been trusting God to have a place of your own property to build and live in? There was some time I had that need, but I had a property to sell and nobody was buying. Nobody was buying. And I had this need to buy a land somewhere and build a house. And nobody was buying. 
I didn't know what to do. All I did was just package 50,000, just 50,000. Put it together and walked up to the place. I say, God, you know my need. I dropped this. Make a way. I don't know how you would do it. That day, one man who had prized me the same property, he prized a lower price, came to me to plead with me that he wants to add, that's the second two days later, he said, I want to add something more to what I prized you because I own trailers and they have driven us where we are and I need to knock down the fence because it's three plots add it to my own so that I can see where to park my trailers I say well you have added something so me too I'm adding something <laughs> he bought that from me and today I built where I want to live and I'm living there say amen, amen. the God of all grace I wasn't expecting that is this somebody that had even I had dismissed that will come back willing to add something. God allowed that need in him and he looked for me. So I encourage you right now, if you want to do transfer, do here. If you want to write something down, please do. Bow down your heads and pray a little. Father Lord, you are the God of all grace that I preach. You are God that is sufficient in all things. There are men and women here. You need to meet at the point of their financial need. And as I speak, speak to their heart and their mind. They will not, be, they will not do below what you have spoken. Give them the courage to obey you. When we talk about the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is his work we do here on earth. I implore you to be part of this building project. The next time I come, we shall be there. Amen. Obey him now. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Now make your transfers. If you have your cash or check to write, write it and bring it here now. Or if you have anything physical you want to do about that and you have it, drop it here. Otherwise, make that transfer. I'm not calling you out. I'm not calling you out. But God has spoken to you. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I bless you in the name of the Lord. Both you, your business, and everything about you. Will no more be what it used to be. From this day is in Christ and in Him alone. Do your transfers. Do your transfers. God bless you as we celebrate our pastor as he comes.
We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.